Hello, everybody. Thank you again for joining us on another episode of the Peterson Car Stories podcast here at the Peterson Automotive Museum. Today, we have another fantastic guest. She goes by the name OMG, it's Firefox on Twitch, Instagram, whatever have you. She is a mega influencer, but her better known name is, is Sonia Reed. Thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You are also here because you are a massive, massive automotive fan. Is that correct? I I would say so. You would say so. I would say if you took a peek at my Instagram, there might be a car or two. Might be a car or two. Okay, I'll <laughs> I'll, I'll see if there's more than two. Uh, <laughs> what do you, you got some cool rides? I've got a, I've got a couple. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> more more recently, more recently, but yeah. Tell the audience what you drive. If they're unfamiliar. Yeah. Oh gosh. Well, um, I didn't always have cool cars. I uh, grew up on my lovely uh, Cavalier. Classic. Yes, my Z24, um, lowered, underglow, Autobot sticker. Oh, so did you have the scissor doors too? With the, just a two-door? The, oh, the, I, d- I wish it went The scissor up. doors. The Cavalier with the scissor doors is an iconic look. <laughs> I really <laughs> wish I was that cool, but I drew the line at underglow. Um, but now, currently, uh, I have the GTR, which has been a lot of fun. That's a It's a good grocery getter. Um, and then I really wanted to get proficient with manual, which we were talking about last time. So I ended up picking up a C6 and, um, I, I got to spend some more time with it. I feel bad. It's been, it's been garage for a little bit. Uh, and I also actually today, or it should have been here yesterday, hopefully taking delivery of it today, a super secret import from Japan, which I haven't announced yet, but it's three letters and I'm Sure, people can put together the pieces, but uh, Civic has five letters last I checked, so it's probably not that. <laughs> How do you know? <laughs> what? Uh, the C6 that is a powerhouse of a vehicle, it's my favorite generation of the VET. Really? Oh, yeah. The C6 Z06, I would do bad things to get my hands on one of those. How did you come across that car? Why did you pick that car? So originally, my dad growing up, um, he was a partial influence as to why I got into cars to begin with, but he had a C3 and an old XKE and also something else. But uh, the, the C3, I thought, was always iconic. And it was in this beautiful, like, light uh, Le Mans blue, and he cherished that thing. He really cherished that car. And I wanted something that would be fun, that I could daily, that is manual, that I could drift if I want, that I could just mess around with and really get involved and build and have a lot of fun with. It felt like it checked all the boxes. I can take the top off. So Oh, we got the T-top version. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then also coincidentally, so I actually originally when I was going to get that car, I went to look at a different C6 and I, I wasn't feeling it. It just didn't feel right. But uh, I was looking around the area at dealerships, and I came across one that only had 14,000 miles, and it was also Le Mans Blue. I'm you like, you had this, to get it. It felt meant to Full be. Full circle, right? I did. So, uh, yeah, I had to pull the trigger on that, and it's I haven't done much to it yet, so I'm excited for, uh, I'd love your recommendations. If you could just get your hand hands on a C6 right now. I, I saw the glimmer in your eyes. And I know. It's because my taste in cars is very everywhere because i mean i work at the peterson museum i kind of have to like the cars a little bit but it's very polarizing one day i'll be mustang one day i'll be corvette and one day i'll be porsche gtr what have you i have like a billion different cars on my desk it's actually kind of bad he's actually a huge gtr fan i am big skyline sucker 35 33 Ooh, okay respect 33 respect. i like the ugly duckling 
I, oh, it, those taillights are so cool. No, the taillights are cool, but like, you, but you know what I mean? Like the 33 is always just cast aside. Like, if you don't want it, I'll take it. Sure. <laughs> no, but the C6, Z06, I have seen some monster builds doing out of that. My favorite drifter is Matt Field. He he rips that Borla C6 beautifully well with the LS, LX10 swap. LSX, LS10, whatever. Chew me up in the comments. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you don't have anything much done to it, you said, right? Nope. No big cam. Nothing. No flame spinning tune. Not yet. No wide body kit. Why that car? Why the GTR? The GTR? Yeah. I mean, at the time, I had a, I mean, super fast, amazing car. I had the <laughs> Audi A4. So um, that was my daily. And I was doing doing well on YouTube and things were kind of coming up. And I'm like, I just want something fast. I want something that's powerful. I want something that's fast. I went out. I took a uh, GT3 RS out. Like, oh my God, I was going to buy that, but oh. I wanted, <laughs> I wanted to frame a reference. I took out a 911. Um, I took out an R8. I took out a couple different cars. And honestly, at the end of the day, I've always loved Skylines. I've always appreciated. I have a soft spot for JDM cars, but I tweeted out at Audi, at Porsche, at Nissan, at everyone, fight for my love in my wallet. Like I want a new car. What, what? What can we do here? <laughs> Nissan were the, the first people to slide in my DMs. And they're like, we actually have a press car. And this is back when I was just doing you know, gaming content. I didn't do automotive content whatsoever. So for me, for someone to reach out and say, hey, do you want to borrow a car? <laughs> do you want to borrow this like 600 horsepower car? <laughs> um, just inconceivable, inconceivable for me. Um, of course I said yes. And they gave me that, you know, that really bright, like sunburst orange yeah. color. Oh yeah, that's one of my favorites on the thirty-five. It is gorgeous. can't go can't go low key with that. You can't fly under the radar in that color. Um, I had that for a week and a half, and I couldn't drive anything else. Anything else I drove after just didn't feel it didn't feel right. And I knew that I had yeah. that was it. I had to do it. They convinced me. <laughs> So they they took a gamble on your tweet and they won. They, they won. Congratulations, Nissan. Yeah, thanks, That's Nissan. Fantastic. <laughs> you said you did gaming content before. I think I remember watching yeah. your content back in the day, like in because I'm a YouTube vet myself. I've been watching since like 2012. Oh wow. Yeah, I, I've been around. OG. Like like I'm talking Jack's films 2009. Well, OG. Okay. Like it's a name I haven't heard in years. Hey, he still makes good content. Just yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. What games did you play back in the day? I think I remember you playing Call of Duty from time to time or something. Played a little Call of Duty, uh, a little Counter-Strike. I <laughs> actually started my channel on horror videos and uh, like horror gaming and League of Legends. It was like my big game I'm at sorry. the time. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you a Dota How Dota many Dota years? Or? What? Oh, I thought you were saying I'm sorry because of League of Legends. I am. <laughs> oh, 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 okay. All right. All right. League League, League ruins lives, man. I've seen so many friends gone. It's like, hey, man, do you want to come out and you know drink? And they're like, sorry, man, I got three games of League to play. I was like, I'll see you in eight hours. Like, what? And it's like forty-five minutes minimum commitment. At least so it's yeah, it's but like a, it's three hours or forty-five minutes. There's no in between. No, no, I'm that's so, it. So I'm so sorry, <laughs> but I feel it bad makes for everybody. It yeah. makes good streaming content because oh, you're does. you've so I mean. You could just go hours. Hours. It's so easy. And like all like depending on the roles you play. Don't ask how I know this stuff, by the way, guys. I'm being kind of hypocritical. But um, <laughs> depending on the role you play, you can like de it depends how well you look at your chat and everything. So mm -hmm. that makes it's a perfect streaming game. 
It's it a good really streaming is the game. game. Streaming game. But I will say the game that I was most known known for, and the game that I gained a lot of popularity, was actually Minecraft. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Indeed. <laughs> it's. Uh, I think it's that time of the year for my annual Minecraft binge. Anyway, so. Ooh, ready to go back. For two weeks, then your friends hate you for another week. After no, you're done, it. you burn down their house. Rinse and repeat. Rinse and repeat every year. <laughs> it's a so, good time. So yeah. why did you start streaming? Like, what what came to you and be like, you know what, maybe some other people would like to know how I play or, like, how did that happen? At the time, it was so early on that I feel like that thought wasn't even, that wasn't even a thought. You were just like, I got skill. Let's Let's just show off. Uh, not at all. Okay. Not at all. He's, 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 a little, he's an old timer. He doesn't know. Uh, what, I'm not much of a gamer. He doesn't know what a Twitch is. I don't game at all. We'll so. change that. We'll he, change okay. that. He doesn't know what a Twitch is or what a kick is. No, actually, I believe it or not, I, Twitch I, used, to be on, about I used to do a lot of Justin TV. <gasps> there we go. See, that's okay, actually, super he's, OG. He, he, I was about to say, that, 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 that's a deep cut right there. That shows yeah. my age a little bit. but uh, I mean, like you were you were like in high school and Frank Sinatra was making music, right? <laughs> yeah, but Justin TV at the time wasn't only gaming it was a lot of other stuff so i used it to uh i shouldn't say it, but stream certain stuff that uh, i didn't have i'm concerned no, what, what does no, that mean sports <laughs> and stuff like that you know sports yeah. and oh oh i get stuff. oh yeah yeah okay yeah. okay statute of limitations gotta be over i'm sure i watched many <laughs> ufc fights through there um <laughs> but yeah that's that's super og yeah. it's kind of when i started was maybe a year or so after justin tv turned into twitch I started streaming in, I think, late 2012 or, or early 2013. So it was pretty, pretty early on. But I was actually in college for programming. I wanted to develop video games. I wanted to make video games. And I started to go to different conventions just to meet people and meet indie developers and be like, how do I do what you do? Because I would love to get out of my small town in Canada and <laughs> work for a game studio and, you know, um, but I ended up meeting people at the conventions who, just through Twitter randomly, mm -hmm. I met people who were content creators back then, who were making YouTube videos, who were streaming on Twitch back in 2012, 2013. And I was playing so much League of Legends. <laughs> and, <laughs> I told you. It's a, it's, it's, it's a, it's it a gets pit. You. I'm speaking from experience, guys. Don't play League of Legends, please. <laughs> Don't make the mistake we did. If you've got like 14 hours and seven days a week to just throw out the window, then hell yeah, jump oh on league. God. But they'll get you two games. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Uh, but yeah, I was playing with people who were streaming, and everyone's in their chat like, "Who's the girl? What's the, who's that voice that I you know?" And eventually, my friends were like, "Why don't you just try it? Why don't you just go live?" I'm working at. Um, I say the source, but Canadian Radio Shack. I was working at Radio Shack at the time, trying to, you know, finish my degree. And uh, I would do that all morning. And then at night, 8 p.m. rolls around. I was like, you know what? Screw it. So I just started streaming every night, just playing League of Legends. And it just kind of grew from there. That's wow. Canadian Radio Shack. Canadian I think, Radio Shack. I think my buddy described the source as that one time. He lives in Vancouver. Uh, <laughs> I say the source. And I'm like, no one's going to know what that is. What are our demos? Do we have any Canadians? No, you can't tell? Oh. No, you're in charge of the demos. Oh, well. We're about to. We're about to have some Canadians. At least no, three. No, actually, now we do. I think a small percentage is Ooh. Canadians. Hey, shout Represent. Out to Hopefully a little bit more after this one. Shout out Hell to yeah, Canadians. poutines. Let's yeah. go. Yes. Okay. Uh, how was it growing up in Canada, and how small was your town? <laughs> like, I mean, small town. I say small town. It's like 70,000 people okay. on the border of Michigan. 
um, which is cool because I'm like an hour from Detroit. So a lot of car culture in that area, um, even growing up, which was really cool. But it's just it's a small town. I feel like it's got a cap on it. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like a lot of people either move away uh, and come stay. back or, okay. or just stay. Back. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I, I escaped the the grips of of Sarnia, Ontario, <laughs> shout out. Um, yeah. But I do have a soft spot. It's beautiful in the summer, but yeah. Sounds like me when I was living in Spokane. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you are our first Canadian guest. Congratulations. <gasps> yeah. Welcome. I'm honored. First international. <laughs> Actually, no. We interviewed her. She's German. Um, okay, okay. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Eloisa, but you're the intern. doesn't matter. Um, and she's repping with the colors. She's repping. Yeah. She's got the Had red to. bomber on. Had to. <laughs> What has been your favorite game to stream that's not League, if it was not League? Oh, gosh. I loved, uh, bef- previously or currently, <laughs> what do you like those two right answers now? are yeah, very yeah, different. Yeah, what, you, yeah, what are you playing right now? <laughs> right now, um, you know, it's so it's so funny growing up that I never really played a lot of, everyone's like, how'd you get into cars? And a lot of people are like, I played Need for Speed, or I played... No, I did it. Exactly. People are like, oh, I played, you know, other other car games. I loved Forza. I loved, you know, Gran Turismo. But I never really played a lot of car games. The first car game I ever played was Blur, which no one remembers. Banger, though. It was a banger. Thank you. It was a banger of a racing game. Thank you. It was visceral. It was like Burnout, but with racing lines. There we go. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate no, it. Of course. No one, yeah, no, uh, I feel like no one remembers that game. No, Blur is a very sadly forgotten masterpiece. As yes. far as, like, the driving model goes, you got the viscerality of a Burnout game plus the... I'd say more sim style as far as driving goes with like a Gran Turismo. It's mm-hmm. very interesting. I started on Underground 2. Okay. One of the greatest racing games of all time. And then after that, Burnout 3. And, and it was a snowball. I'd like to thank the gaming industry for creating the monster that is me <laughs> and why I work at a automotive museum now. It's, are you playing, are you streaming any race, car games right now? Like you're doing iRacing streams, you're doing Assetto Corsa. I don't right now. Starting now. I I hear no hezzy on a set of Corsa is insane. Yeah? Yeah, it's uh the server where it's just like the Japanese uh Japanese highway. I forget what it's called. I'm a bad JDM fanboy for not knowing this. Um, but yeah, you're just like ripping like nine elevens through Japanese tra- traffic and it's everybody's oh, so, doing it. I know. That's so and a set of courses got VR, so a lot of the streamers yeah. throw their goggles on, they get like the the haptic race sims that cost like fifteen grand a piece. Jeez. It looks like fun. I'm making my way. I just got a new wheel. I got like the Logitech Pro wheel. Nice, I have that. And one. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Yeah. It's really great. Um, and but it, yeah, I never really grew up playing a lot of card games. But lately, Gran Turismo. I'm playing so much Gran Turismo. I need to get the PSVR because I've heard that, or the PSVR two because I've heard that the PSVR two is like absolutely insane with Gran Turismo right now. I've heard. I've heard similar things. It looks. A little too real. <laughs> like, like you hit a car, you might just like, like oh, still here. What in the world? Yeah, you do a little wellness check after well- like I'm like, I remember my first time playing a f- racing game in VR. I was absolutely befuddled. Oh, I terrifying. Terrifying. I rear-ended a Camaro and I thought I died. No. <laughs> the worst was I the first time I ever did VR driving, period. Um, I think it was in a set of Corsa. Someone threw me on Angela's Crest. Oh. And familiar territory. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, oh great. Love this drive. I do it all the time. This feels like my home. But then when you get a little too squirrely around a corner and you you get a little too close to the edge, it's a little too real. It's a little jarring. It's a little too real. Hmm. I uh, I just thought of my gut just jumping just at the thought I of guess. that. Just right it either sinks or it goes up. You don't know which way it's gonna go. Uh Angela's Crest. What a great place, I gotta mm-hmm. say. What a great place. I haven't been there in a while. I should go back. 
Yeah, the roads. It's had some trouble with uh, the weather. Storms. The yeah. weather's not been nice to the roads. It's a little rough right now. Yeah, it is. That's Newcombs is probably going to be off limits for quite a while. My heart. Yeah, I know. It's uh, sad. You know how Instagram does like the memories thing, yeah, and you oh, can yeah. look back. I I was looking at from this day or the last couple of days back. And all I just had a bunch of posts from going up to Angeles Crest, going up to Newcombs, and the meets and everything. And then I look at good the vibes. state of it. Shout out to good vibes. Shout out to good vibes. I look at the state that it's in now, and I'm like, oh, we've been hit hard. Oh yeah, especially that photo that went pretty viral with like Newcombs like buried. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just like, oh, I can't believe man. that Angeles Crest got eight plus feet of snow it's at that point. Wild. It buried a building. Yeah, I've never seen anything like that. I mean, I, I'm born and raised here. He'll tell you differently, but he's full of crap. Um, and I'm he's OC. Shut up. Um, <laughs> he, here in yeah. quotations. I say Long Beach to make it sound cooler, okay? <laughs> but I'm I'm really from Seal Beach. If you've ever been the tiny little town on the other side of Long Beach, probably not. Tiny little town. Actually small. 20,000 people. Okay. Um, but growing up, I'd go up to Angeles Crest with my boys because I was the kid who always lived vicariously through his other friends. What were you driving at the time? And what were your friends driving at the time? What was the squad that was going up Angeles Crest? That's a great question. I would never bring my own car because it was a 2003 Ford Explorer that blew three transmissions. But thank God there were such crap cars. You can just go to the junkyard and find an intact one and just replace it in like an afternoon. So that, that, that's what would happen. But like these guys have like E46 M3s, uh, Mustangs. Uh, one guy even had like a tiny truck, like a Tacoma that just lowered to the ground and kind of killing it amazing yeah just all of your typical high school uh early college fun cars e4 like m3 330s all the all the good stuff all the stu 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 subarus can't forget the subarus all the stu 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 all the stu 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 my buddy subaru he blew a motor on angeles crest once good job grant uh shout out grant (laughs) four motors he went through that car four motors that's impressive actually he rebuilt every single one of them He's like I. I remember the side of his house was just because you know if you if you are familiar with how Subaru blocks are built, it's two pieces like fused in the middle. Mm-hmm. There's just like eight broken blocks just in the corner. It's actually hilarious. <laughs> and then he converted to the Toyota Faith, which I, I said congratulations, you made the right choice. But yeah, Angeles Crest with all the Subarus, the BMWs, the Mustangs, all the easy stuff to get you on pre-COVID market. So you could pick yourself a WRX for like twelve hundred dollars. Oh. I know, impossible oh. nowadays, but you could. It was that ridiculous. E46 M3, $6,000. Manual, hard top, forget the soft top, none of that crap. Our last guest we just had, we were just talking all about the COVID market, and man, do I miss it. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I feel like we're a lot of people are kicking themselves. Yeah, Yeah. no, I I regret not buying the M3 every day. I kind of want to know a question, going back to gaming. What was one of the first games you remember playing in? What was a console? Oh, gosh, period, ever? Sure, like growing up. Like for me, it was the PlayStation 1. I thought you were going to say the Sega Genesis. Grandpa. <laughs> no. The Atari. Plug it in your No, TV. it was actually the N- Nintendo. Sorry. The Nintendo? The Nintendo. The, the Nintendo. Yeah, okay. The first one. I remember the Nintendo. The Nintendo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I remember Frank Sinatra too. Remember like with the attachment gun and shooting the ducks? The little zapper. You really are old. <laughs> you, Dude, you just referenced Duck Hunt. I wasn't born until like... 12 years after now, that happened. In my defense, that was my older cousins. I don't, I don't know how use, strong that is. But my first game that I remember Just playing a lot was Duck. Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Nice. PlayStation 1. And that's basically when my gaming career ended. You were so <laughs> when, old. It, when it blossomed and then when it yeah. waned. You are so old. 
<laughs> if so, uh, I can, I could, you know what? I could say something that'll make even me sound older. Please, please. However, no, make, don't, make, don't Patrick feel young. Don't <laughs> save him. I will preface this with: it was my my grandpa's um, the first. That's game. a new one. <laughs> <laughs> the first games I ever remember playing. Period were at my grandpa's house when all the adults were upstairs. Um, chit-chatting, I would sneak down to the basement, and he had a DOS-based computer. And I was just always fascinated with, with trying to navigate the menus and figure out what's in there. And then I saw there's a games folder. And I'm like, what the hell is this? So I started snooping around his desk. Sorry. Sorry, Opa. And I found all of his floppy disks. Yep. So I would... remember what those are. So you know like the save icon? I was about to say, do you mean the save icon? Those were actually... Physical. <laughs> you, mean, you mean control S, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. control S, gotcha. Um, I would take his floppy disks and uh, I'd pop them in and just see. I didn't know what, they didn't have them labeled or anything. Uh, but that's when I was introduced to Jazz Jackrabbit, Wolfenstein, uh, Commander Keen, all of the Crystal Caves, like all those old DOS games that that was just where, that's where everything started. And then I got the Nintendo afterwards. The Nintendo. Yes. The Nintendo. <laughs> For me, I switched to the the Game Boy. The Game Ga- Boy? Did you actually play and Pokemon? Of course, the red one. Which oh, Urgard. shadow. Okay. Yeah. Wait, and I was I'm... yellow. Huh? I said I was yellow. Okay, okay. okay. Red, yellow. Yeah. My first one wasn't set, was until Emerald. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a keeper with you guys. I'm that young. You ever had like Game Boys? Were you a Game Boy? Person? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Game Boy Color. I had normal? the color. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I had shadow. both of those. Yeah. Started on Nintendo DS. <laughs> wow. I'm, you know, I. Just talking Sorry, about games. He's sounding like more of an OG gamer at this I, point. Well, I, I, I kind of was. And I was born that, 40 years after him. Okay, <laughs> give it a break. Not only that, but um, on my, my, I haven't played in a minute, but on my coffee table, I actually have my Game Boy Color there. Wait, with, which uh, color is it? It's the purple one with the oh, see-through. the see-through one? Yo, so yeah. cool. <laughs> you can talk over there. You have a microphone, by the way, just saying. <laughs> I have that one. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Me too, actually. <laughs> Purple transparent. Yeah. 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 And you know, you actually could like, there's companies where they could actually put the black light in it now. Yeah, no. I, I, because I, I, I had the attachment. Where I had the little had... curly light. Oh, yeah, yes. yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wish, I want, I do want to get one of those resto modded Game Boy uh, SPs, you know. They, they backlit it. They replaced the entire LCD with like a fork, like a 1080p. And like every single ROM jammed into it for like 150 bucks. I want it. So cool. Pokemon Emerald. Emerald. I did start with Emerald. Okay, come on. I loved my Trico. Okay, I named Ooh. him Trico. Who's that? Who are? What's the starting there's, Pokemon? There's Pokemons that exist after 151. There is more I, than 151 Pokemon. <laughs> I did complete my Pokedex on Pokemon Go before season two came out. I'll have you know. Okay, that's impressive. Yeah, it, it was tough. <laughs> I had to go to Disneyland a lot. OC kid, remember? <laughs> I remember when Pokemon Go first launched and how insane the Santa Monica Pier was. I just absolutely <laughs> insane. Literally, right before you came in here, I just got my account back. Really? <laughs> because they caught me for spoofing. <laughs> but then I appealed it and they let it through. Like today, I'm not kidding. Like 20 minutes before you walked Congra- in. Here. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, I could just imagine, but uh, just for our audience, how did you get your uh, social media handle? What's the meaning behind it? <laughs> <laughs> um, I wish there was a super cool story. I know it's pretty simple, but. <laughs> The, the the Firefox part yeah. started, it was an old, like, auto-generated RuneScape name where it just, gen- I just needed a name for RuneScape and it just, 
auto-generated Firefox. I'm like, yeah, I'll just stick with it. It became my Steam name. It became my have a hotel name. It became like any anything. I just used it for everything. Um, but then when I started doing content, I, I wanted to have something different. And I also didn't want Mozilla to come after me. So I'm like, I need to like throw something else in there. I can't just have Firefox. Um, Mozilla's not going to be happy about that. So at the time, there was a YouTuber. Um, OMG, it's Ali A. He Alex. still makes videos, doesn't he? I think so. What's up, guys? <laughs> Welcome back to another great Fortnite video. Thank you. Um, I will be winning this game uh, with nothing but my fingers and this gray pistol or something that like that. That was spot on. It's, I'm not proud of my... I got too many British friends I play Call of Duty with. <laughs> but I, I was like, you know what? That sounds cool enough. And OMG, Sorry, the, sorry, the, Ali. Dude, but... the machinima days. Oh, my lord. Whoa. And again, it's another... a name I haven't heard in years. Yeah. <laughs> Were you on Machinima? I think I remember seeing you I, on the network a long time ago. For very briefly. Okay. That's what I, I remember watching Doc's old videos on Machinima. Oh, wow. He was... This is the deep cut. I haven't talked about this in years. <laughs> Neither have I. This is, like <laughs> this is great. Drive. We're unlocking the Machinima well, vault. The Machinima vault. Bring back Respawn, please. I miss <laughs> Nanners. I miss Sark. Aww. I miss Hutch. Actually, I still follow Hutch on Twitch. He's Do actually, you? Yeah. He's still making great content. Yeah, dude. Again, all these names I have not heard in so long. I have never met somebody I can relate to as an OG <laughs> YouTube fan. I was just too young and a squeaker to even bother making content or else. Who knows where I'd be at this point? I sounded like this. Like, hey, welcome to my channel. Hey, and, guys. What's up? Hey, guys. I just uh, recorded this on my flip cam that I got for Christmas <laughs> two weeks ago. You got your camera recording the CRT it's, TV. That's what I'm saying, like, yes. Oh, my God. My buddy just turned a CRT TV into a secondary monitor just for a meme. It's actually hilarious. It's, cool. it's really cool. It's also a stream overlay. It, <laughs> Is he's got a CRT over in his OBS, so he's got like a vintage, just like wavy filter. Just, oh, that's kind of cool. It's super cool. He's got a mic filter that makes it sound like a CRT. Whatever. That's besides the point. I'll show you that video later. What he did. Um, but also, I want to know when did you make that transition from you know full time, or I guess you're still a gamer, but like to more of like automotive content creator slash. I hate to use the word influencer, but you. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. What, what what made you make that transition? Was there was it the GTR? Was it you, someone you met, or what was it? It was. I mean, partially the GTR, but I, I think at the time I was doing. I was still doing a lot of gaming content, and I was still streaming a lot. But I started to do more vlogs, just like random vlogging. And one of the things I love the most is showing events. So I'd vlog at PAX, I'd vlog at E3, and uh, doing that kind of opened up more opportunities to be on camera and getting hired to do more on camera and hosting and presenting at events. And once once that kind of unlocked and I started doing other sorts of content, I'm like, oh, people just like want to see me. <laughs> people just want to like, I don't know, hang out with me and come with me on, a, like, come check out this event. And I kept thinking, I can share other things I like. I can. I can just start, you know, I don't have to just stick to gaming. I can start sharing other things that interest me. So I started to share more wellness and my yoga journey and everything else in between. But at the time, that was when I traded in the Audi and I got the GTR. I didn't post about it. I didn't share it at all. That was all for me. And because if you, I feel like if you're like a YouTuber or a content creator, and if you buy a nice car, either it's too good and you don't deserve it or 
it's not good enough and you should have got like an Aventador or something. That's so the it's the best take I've ever heard on YouTuber cars. Seriously. That is the best take I've ever heard on YouTuber cars. It's true though. It is. It's true. Um, <laughs> but going back, it's either it's either not good enough or it's or it's too good, but um I had it and I was yeah. like, "You know what?" <laughs> Whatever. So I, I just started posting it and I started sharing it and people were like, oh, like, why don't you show us around LA Auto Show? Why don't you show us around? I started to go to Long Beach Grand Prix. I started going to the Peterson Museum. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the more that I got involved with different events around here, it was almost mirroring, mirroring what I was doing in gaming where I was showing events. I was showing behind the scenes. I was showing cool cars and rare cars that you normally wouldn't get a chance to see. Um, I was taking people on drives of the GTR. So it it just kind of became natural to just share, you know, other parts of myself and share things that really interested me. That's fantastic. I mean, yeah, it's kind of a nice logical progression, uh, especially since you've been in the game for a good while. You got like a really good, solid fan base who just like you for who you are, not for the content you make, which makes it that just awesome that it allowed you to transition so easily into anything you wanted. It's true freedom. Like I was, yeah, I was just talking about this with a, Something earlier today is like you can do whatever the hell you want. It just takes time, and that's awesome. And being consistent, being consistent, I, I think that's, that's a big true. thing too. Yes. Yeah, being and consistent. I hope that everyone. I mean, I hope anyone out listening, mm -hmm. anyone out there listening right now, knows that keep your dreams alive mm -hmm. and just commit. And it takes it takes consistency, but mm -hmm. you can do anything. Yeah, you really can. Did you have any doubters along the way? Oh, what you were a public figure on the internet, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, never, never, ne never a hater. No, no, no. Like when you first started, <laughs> hater on the internet. <laughs> no, yeah, never. They don't exist. <laughs> Point me out one. Um, I mean, yeah, I, you know, growing up in a in a small town, I'm sure people have like opinions of how much you can achieve, or you know, what you can strive for, or the limitations on how you can succeed. But I just, I knew it felt right at the time, and I knew where I belonged, and I just knew that that was my passion, and I kind of stuck with it and it did take a lot of consistency you know going back to like twitch days of when I first started and I was doing classes in the morning and then I was working full-time at the source shout out mm -hmm. and then I would come home and stream all night and rinse and repeat every day mm -hmm. but once it became once it came to a point where I was making just just barely enough to cover my expenses to cover rent and maybe half of my utilities, I was like, you know what? If I just quit Radio Shack and go 100% in, I I could make this a thing. Mm -hmm. Like I could actually, this could actually be a thing. And this is, again, this is like 2013. This isn't a time where people are like, oh, this is my career path. I want to be a content creator or a streamer. Um, it was so new and I just kind of took a risk. And I feel like you got to take a lot of risks in yeah. life. If you, if it feels right and you follow your heart and you follow your passion and you take a risk and you commit, you know, the be the worst case is you learn something. The worst case is you learn something about yourself. You learn something about how you process things and how you navigate things. But then the best thing is, is you kill it yeah. and you succeed and you get to do what you love and how amazing. And even if you don't, and the path along the way, I feel like as long as you're aligning yourself with what you believe in and aligning yourself with your passions, you meet passionate people. And it could, you know, sometimes things don't turn out the way that you expect them to, but you can meet amazing people along the way that can also help guide you in a more fruitful direction or in a, you know, more fulfilling mm -hmm. direction. So life's just a lot of fun. 
Well said. You know, wow. I, fe- inspired. <laughs> yeah, I feel very inspired. I almost yeah. swore right there. <laughs> I'm sure if we feel inspired, our listeners will hopefully feel inspired as well from the words you just spoke. But um, you were <laughs> you were talking about uh, going to Long Beach Grand Prix and um, events like that. Are you into motorsports? Do you follow motorsports? F1, IndyCar, NASCAR, any of those? I just want to say for everyone at home, I have the most like devious, just like not daggers, but this the stares I'm getting. Like, what do you? Because all three of us are major motorsports fans. Like, I, I I get IndyCar into my blood, F1 into my FD. I'm going to FD. I need to get my tickets. That reminds me. Um, Ooh, I can get press tickets because I work here. Let's do that. Hey. <laughs> there we go. Per, per, uh, I need to take care of that this afternoon, actually. But we're waiting. <laughs> yeah, we're waiting. But, but uh, I started to go to some more IndyCar races, which has been really cool, and it's amazing to see live. But I am a huge, huge F1 fan. All right. Love. Now, the next question. Choose your next words wisely. Oh, <laughs> no. Team driver, go. Oh, this season? Uh, over, in general. In general? Yeah. Okay. In my heart, I do love McLaren. Oh. I do, but it's been it's been really heartbreaking. Love Danny Rick. That's the right answer, and baby. Thank you. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> yes. My heart, my heart hurts that he's not, you know, blessing us this year. But but I do I I love McLaren. I do really love McLaren a lot. Um I am a little bit of a Red Bull fangirl, I will say, but I feel like this year I really wanted to full send Ferrari. I really mm, wanted to full commit. I love. I know I'm it's so just sorry. the drivers are there. The 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 management is dog. That's that's what it's breaks awesome. my yeah. heart. That's what breaks my heart. The car is amazing. The drivers are ex- excruciatingly talented. And but, handsome, by the way. Just saying. And very handsome. Very handsome. Actually, it's funny. There was a TikTok uh, that was going around of one of the. I think it's like the lead mechanic. I don't know if it's Leclerc's lead mechanic. Or someone, but he's like pulling a lift out of a car and then sliding it off to the side to someone else in the in the garage and then moving backwards to like usher the car out. And he is like he cleans up. He's a very, very nice looking man. And just the thirst in the comments. <laughs> Ferrari and- <laughs> is leaning into it. I've noticed a yeah. change in their content on their TikTok page because this is my job <laughs> to, you know, monitor the Peterson TikTok and follow our friends. Like What's this admin up to right now? <laughs> I know. You know, they know exactly what the hell they're doing. They, they know. But everyone's like, is this a requirement to work at Ferrari? You just have to be like a like an eight and above. That's the I'm never minimum threshold. Sorry, sorry, Patrick. Yeah, I was about to say. I wanted to work at Red Bull anyway. Uh, <laughs> Since when do you follow F1? Since when? Since when do you follow F1? I started um, a couple of years ago. It was Drive to Survive that got me into it. I really wanted to get into it, but I didn't know where to start. And I feel like a lot of people, I mean, especially in the U.S., probably had the similar mentality. And, you know, again, I feel like a lot of people say now, oh, you know, Drive to Survive really I was about to say, got a lot of people into it. it. They did. And, like, it's all the angry Europeans. Like, <laughs> oh, mate, you got on the Drive to Survive, eh? You're not a real fan. <laughs> It was like four different accents know, at once, I know. but that, that, I was that actually that, impressed. That went to like that went Glasgow, Cockney, and London. You're just covering a lot of the. I, I, I got to make sure everybody's included. Inclusivity nice. matters. It's very funny that every time he tries to imitate Europeans, it always goes into the UK, which is not even say. part of the EU anymore. <laughs> oh, still Europe. 
It's well, a yeah. they're isolated island, mate. That, that was Australian. <laughs> that was Australian. <laughs> you just like your islands. He's got, he's yeah. got Danny Rick on the mind. That's yeah. it. That's where I started. That it all started. Go. No, no, I started on the Speed Channel. You remember that? That's Ooh. what they used to have the F1 races. Mm. It was on really? Speed or NBC. I can't remember. Um, I watched it in the morning, and then I met this kid named Sebastian Vettel on TV. Wow. He's like, this kid's a wonderful. And then he had a partner by the name of Daniel Ricardo. And then the rest is history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I'm a I'm that rare American I actually watched. That was into it before. Yes. Before Drive Survive. I am a before real it was fan. cool. I am a real fan. Get out of here, Drive wow, Survive. Wow, wow. But I will say that it's cool that it it lessened the barrier to entry because I could just watch two or three seasons. I think at that point it was only two seasons. I could just watch a couple of seasons, get caught up on the drivers, the drama, the teams, and fall right into it for the next season. So that was kind of my gateway into it with I know a lot of people here but nothing wrong with it I think no. it's fantastic I think it's really great that now the U.S. Um, is also more involved in F1 because I think before it was definitely marketed to the Europeans and how we view sports but that's very very different when it comes to how Americans see sports and um, sports is advertised to them so I was just curious how you got in yeah no I'm glad I'm glad that more people are getting into it because you know, it kind of became like a Sunday morning ritual, sometimes Saturday for, you know, quality. But yeah, uh, Sunday mornings, bright, bright and early, I'm oh, jumping Discord oh. with all my all my boys, all my friends. You best believe I'm getting texts from this guy at 530 in the morning <laughs> saying, get ready, it's race day, buddy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a cu- cup of coffee in hand, you yep. know, still in the pajamas. The still in the pajamas. Yeah. I'm still in bed. You can just grab my iPad <laughs> and throw it on. Some of us have TVs. I Leave me alone. <laughs> Come on, man. What the hell? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Leave my poverty <laughs> ass out of here. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> Sorry. I just had to throw that out there. But uh, hey, at least I've protected parking. Um, uh, hey, shout out to Jetta for making the race at 10 a.m. at a normal time. Oh, right. On a that Sunday. was huge. That was huge. I would drink. I would. I was. Enjoying some libations the night before. So shout out to F1 for making that <laughs> Middle Eastern night. Yeah. They know. Then, yeah, I'm Adapting. 20. Well, I think that honestly, I think they did that for America because I don't think it was like that last no, year. Dude, no, because no, I went to Jeddah yeah. for that race in 2021. During the day, 104, dry <laughs> heat. Yeah. And during the night, I chill 75. They have wow. to do it or else the tires would melt. Yeah. So, yeah. Jeddah, great place to visit, by the way. Not going to lie. Definitely not paid off by the Saudi government. Don't ask. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they have to do those night races in the Middle East, or otherwise the entire cars would just fall apart. I can't imagine. Oh, it was very hot. I feel like Miami was hot enough. Actually, not like 104. Let me tell you about. Did you go to the race? I did. Oh, I did too. Did you? Not this year's, but last year's only one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I stood on the fake water. It was fantastic. (gasps) Me too. I went up and I gave it a little splash. I just put know? my beer on it. It was hilarious. It was like, dang. It floated? It, it floated. Wow. Believe that. And then, Shocking. of course, the guy was just happened to know like some of the people working the boats. So I got on the boats in the middle so. of the fake marina. Um, <laughs> Miami was very hot. It my was God, was that the hottest weekend ever. How was I, your experience? I felt extremely spoiled because I was there uh, with a partner. So was I. So we were... I got, I definitely got the hookup. Oh, um, it was incredible. I was with Heineken. Okay. So, I was, well, you've got your drinks taken care of. Drinks taken care of, elite company. Yeah. Uh, everything Very else. hydrated. Uh, I went the nerdier route. I was there with Xbox and Alpine. That's cooler. And, cool. Which was fun. That's awesome. That was amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's we, great. Did you meet any of the drivers with yeah, your Alpine? I got to meet uh, Fernando Alonso. The goat. Uh, yep. Got to meet Ocon. Um, very tall. Very How tall does he fit person. in that car? 
I still don't know. He's six two. I watched him really? get out of the car, and I still don't. know. It's like watching Slenderman come through the trees. And I was just, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he just crawls out. We were so yeah. I was there with uh, my roommate Daniel, previous guest on the show, uh, and we were guests of Heineken and McLaren. So fun. so we got to hang out with Lando and Danny Rick couldn't be there, and my heart broke when I got that news because it all started there. But yeah, that was an insane experience. Everybody was sweating. Yes. And I feel like, you know, similar to you, like I got the treatment. I was in the garage. They put us up in, you know, a, a sweet kind of a, a thing. So I I got, a you know, extremely grateful, extremely blessed. I got a very good treatment. And, you know, I thought I would go and explore like the GA area and go check out the marina There's and no everything. There's no air conditioning there. <laughs> no air conditioning. There's no, there's like barely any cover. And it was so hot. Was n- so hot. Literally, the best part about that entire hookup we got was the fact that we had access to air conditioning. That's it. Honestly. And the grandstands were paying $1,200 for race seats for a sunburn and the worst heat stroke of your life. It was awful. Scary. Hmm. It was terrible. hmm But, yeah. Like you said, blessed. Thank you. Shout out to McLaren. I'll see you guys again in like two weeks. Um, <laughs> Are you going to another race? No. We're hosting oh, oh, oh. Zach Brown oh. and the McLaren team. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah, that's going to be fun. That's so what's cool. The, what's the date on that again? April 12th. There you go. See? Thank you, Ella Luisa. <laughs> so, yeah, April 12th. We're going to be plugging our events more in these things. Yeah, we're actually going to be honoring be Zach Brown. The, is this, uh, week, is this going up before? Yeah. Okay, the, yeah. the week of um, the Long Beach Grand Prix. So hopefully we'll have all the indie drivers here. So hopefully we'll see you here as well. So. Yeah, I have plans to. Okay, I have plans awesome. to be here. Cool, hell yeah! It's uh, gonna be a good event. I'm excited to see what he has to say. There's gonna be some auction items, some food, mm-hmm. and some overall great company. Aww. And he's also a local LA boy. So yeah, yeah. I listened to the uh, when you had him on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. With the um, uh, previous season with our director Terry as the host. Yeah. yeah. Terry. Uh, what a cool story! I didn't know he was local. I didn't know. I really didn't know his story, but so cool. You yeah. Just kind of grew up around here. And- He's yeah. Go, going back to like the sport just being American. Now we have American CEO, mm-hmm. American driver. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like the shift. You know, it's going. I'm still so. not sold on that sergeant kid. No, something. Some, I don't like something. something something's in the mm-hmm. back of my mind tickling. It's like I don't know, but it's good to see. You know, we already had an American. His name was Daniel Ricardo. <laughs> adopted. He was an adopted Aww. American. Have you ever seen a more American, non-American in your life? That's true. That's it's true. true. That man Do you rolled, see him in Texas? <laughs> that man rolled up so to the good. USGP on a horse yeah. with a hat. <laughs> the horse had a paddock pass, and I didn't. Wow. <laughs> Crazy. Horsey McHorse. That was his name, by the way. Oh, That's very horse. cute. Horsey McHorse. What do you think about electric cars? Oh, every time. Yeah. Actually, it does make for good conversation. Yeah. So, are you a fan? What do you think about them? I mean, I feel like something i mean i drive a gtr so i feel like that's it's it's in my heart and it it's in my soul but i feel like there's a lot of excitement around ev and mm-hmm. i feel like there's a lot of opportunity for some really cool cars mm-hmm. and i feel like now that we're it's so funny i just rewatched um who killed the electric car oh we have an ev one here as one i will say out of everything in the peterson yeah. i don't know if this is the right answer but <laughs> the ev1 is probably one of my favorite things here it's one of the most important cars in our collection yeah. i have to say it's one of the most important in my heart i, it, will say. It, I mean it didn't get crushed it didn't get crushed but yes. it, it was decommissioned how many yeah. are actually not crushed I out be, there i believe around 40 remain okay out of like like a pilot program like 3500 cars i believe yeah 
So yeah, only 40. It's so, so cool. It and is, like rewatching that and just seeing the, the force against <laughs> electric vehicles and how difficult it was to advocate for that back then and just where we are currently how every, every it's on everyone's mind. Mm-hmm. Every auto manufacturer oh, is yeah. consider you know is already has their their foot in the door. So um, I think it's cool. I think it's exciting. Yeah. Would um, you ever own one? I kind of want one. I kinda want really? One. Yeah. <laughs> I had some time. Um, I did. Uh, I did a quick show. Like I think it was last or two summers ago, and it put me in a lot of handful of different electric cars. Um, Can you name a few? Got to check out the Hummer EV. Oh, I got to check so out the uh, Polestar, um, the Taycan. Yep. Just a handful of random assortment of electric cars, but I would. Yeah. I think I would own one. Just it's, but it has to be fun. It has got to be. be fun. If you had to get one tomorrow, what would it be? Ooh, available right now. Sure. Citroen so, AMI. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen those things? I haven't. They're like the size of like the chairs we're sitting in. <laughs> And they're European exclusive. They're like city cars, like the Twizy, except smaller. Is it like a one seat, like a two seater? It's a two seater. It's well, literally, okay. did you see that video? Uh, they're just causing, since they're so small, people are just driving them into fountains. No. Uh, at the hairpin at Monaco, some dude <gasps> floors it. It gets that, tipped. That, that, it gets tipped yes. and smacks the bollard. That's no. the Citroen AMI. That's the electric car I want. A little city car to take me to and from work and then do some absolute outrageous stuff with your friends at night. As I long want. as you don't have to take it around the hairpin. No, no. I just <laughs> I have to take it down good. La Brea. <laughs> <laughs> Which is equally, equally as dangerous. There's so many potholes in La Brea right now. It it's is so insane. scary. I know, it's awful. Uh, uh, but I do want, I want a little tiny city car. American needs city cars. Can we figure out what she wants? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's a good question. I feel like the, the one EV that has stuck out that has been on my mind, but it isn't out yet. Or maybe it's not even coming i don't know i i fell in love with polestar and i really liked the um i want to see the precept i think it's going to be the five now we had that yeah we yeah the precept here was like last year like maybe like july of last year what it was a very limited exhibition it lasted a week okay well call me next time guys (laughs) (laughs) this is pre uh this is pre like uh creator program we had so Mm -hmm. it was just a social blast and an email blast but but that thing i mean just i haven't seen it in person but just from driving a Polestar a good and car. seeing it, in, or you know, seeing it online, yeah. it looks so cool. It looks so cool. Actually, it seems promising. I was rather impressed with how good they made it look. Yeah, and we also had the Polestar one of the two in there mm-hmm. as well. The Polestar one was the, the matte one black. One is crazy. Yeah. Oh, we had a nice matte black one with black wheels, black interior. Oosh. Oosh. Yeah. All right. That's a menacing vehicle. That's a hybrid, right? I'm not crazy. It's, mm. it's a turbo eight hybrid. Or is- it's supercar levels of performance, though, that's for sure. It's crazy. Yeah. You know, I'd say that. Or, I mean, an yeah. e-tron. Okay. Yeah. Hopefully, e-trons are cool. Yeah. Like, that would be fun. Do we have one of those not too long ago? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. If I want to ball out, Taycan. Taycan. Those are Tycan, cool, too. Tycan. Turbo S. Yeah. 800 horsepower. Casual. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta get the color match rooms. <laughs> like the barrels, you know, like the option that Porsche offers. They get your white tight Taycan with your... Red and your red spokes and your white outer barrel. Oof. <laughs> Not red. Why does it say red? Black. Why would I say? Ew. Red. Hold inter- on. <laughs> Sorry. That was brain fart and a half. Um, yeah. What about you, Daniel? Mr. I drive a old Range Rover. I don't think I would make that transition. I'll, I'll probably never go EV. I'm not sure why not. Enjoy hell. <laughs> I think I would have it in the fleet. Yeah. As an option. Yeah. But I don't know if I could fully 
fully commit. It's... That GTR is not going anywhere. Like that's you're gonna hold on to that yeah, forever. That's my baby. Okay. Actually, what do you think about the new GTR that they announced at the auto salon this year? Okay, enough said. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that face says everything. I think what what bummed me out was seeing the concept that somebody did of I think it was like an R thirty four ish, but it was like the future. I looking, know what you're talking. You know about. exactly it's what I'm talking about. The most beautiful thing I've ever seen. So cool, but the thing that sucks is now that it's put out there that they did. I don't think that they would make it, no. or they would make anything similar. I, I just it felt like. They did the they did the anniversary one, and that seemed like the end of the lineage. It seemed like they were gonna come out with something new and exciting. Everyone's like, "Oh, R thirty six, oh that'd be cool." They, the next generation, was, it, they just changed the front fascia, and it's all it the same still. It doesn't seem very radical. I think I I'm only disappointed because I was hoping for something a little, I don't know, just bigger. I was thinking they're gonna switch to a hybrid. But no, mm-hmm. literally everything, like, because Nissan's already got some decent hybrid tech, like, all their research they do in Formula E. Mm-hmm. I was like, that'd be cool to see some, like, actual race tech, and, like, this could potentially be the 36, but we don't know yet. But, yeah, I was very disappointed as mm-hmm. somebody who's been a Nissan Skyline GTR fanboy's entire life. I was, man, that's all I have to say is just, man. Yeah, I I have hope. I love Nissan. I love the GTR. I feel like this one was, you know, not the one that excited me the most, but... I just want to see what they're going to do next. Will the 36 ever happen? That's another fun question. I hope. You hope? Why yeah, wouldn't they? Because clearly they've been on the same chat platform since 2007. It's been... So it's about time. That's 15 years, right? It's about it's time. It's 15 years. Yeah. It's a, it is about time, but like, they didn't update the 370Z <laughs> at all. <laughs> it was the same car for 10 years, the 370Z. And I mean, if you look at their Infinity line, they've been making the same QX60 the QX80, for the, literally the same for the past 10 years. I don't, I don't get Nissan's design strategy or their mm. plans for the future, if they even have any. It just seems like maintenance. That's all it is right I now. I do well, like the new Z, though. The one that we had. That or the, the, the one I had for a week. I don't even know why you had that for a week. <laughs> um, I do love the grin as you said that. Yeah. <laughs> that was just a little stab at him. So Yeah. I wasn't sure when I saw it online, but seeing it in person, it's really cool. It's, and yeah. when I had a chance to go to Tokyo Auto Salon, one of the, the things that excited me the most about the entire convention was seeing what people did with that car, was seeing the different builds of the Z. You were there this year? Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah. I, I was just talking about, in general, the R35 and like how it depressed everybody, but that's incredible. I was there when they uh, like when they launched or when they unveiled it mm-hmm. at oh, yeah. Tokyo Auto Salon, which was crazy. That's awesome. But yeah, seeing it in person, you know, I'm still a little heartbroken. But I have I have hope for the future. Yeah, I have hope for the future. But the the Z and what people were doing with that um, at Tokyo Auto Salon was so cool, and it was so cool just seeing everyone's take on it. Yeah, it's like when that new Super dropped. There was there was over 200 new Supers at SEMA that year, with different all sorts of parts on it. Yeah, going back to Z, I think one of the better looking ones was, uh, or is, is Sean Lee's uh, Z. Mm-hmm. Looks pretty nice. I wonder who Daniel's friends with. Yeah, I don't. Shout out, <laughs> Shout out Sean Lee. Yeah, what Sean a, Lee, what a fantastic fellow. He'll yeah. be on here shortly. Be on here oh, short, I hope yeah. so. You have to. Have yeah. Him. Oh, he's the best. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll be seeing him Thursday. Since uh. you were at the auto salon, what's your opinion on the most heinous creation in Ferrari's eyes? You know exactly what I'm talking about. That F40 that Liberty walk out their hands on. What do you think? I don't know how I feel. 
Like the car? Yeah. The white one? It's a wide body F40? It's a Liberty Walk F40. Like a real... Oh, is it the white one? Yes. Oh, I saw, I think, was it Larry Chen who did like a whole photo shoot did, yeah. with it? I think it's kind of cool. I'm not going to lie. You the, see... The photo, the, I will say, if anything, Larry Chen made it look real cool. Larry Chen makes anything look cool. That's that, true. Yeah. That man He's just is a, a cool visionary. guy. But like mm. the, the, the rainy night photos, I, I liked it. I thought it looked kind of sick. I'm Mr. Put a 2J in a Deuce Coupe kind of guy. I love doing absolutely just fantasizing. I can't afford to do all this stuff. With him. I can. I love fantasizing about doing dumb stuff like put a 2J in Dano's motor and it inevitably explodes. You should do that. That'd be hilarious. All right. I'll think about that. But <laughs> um, I don't know why. You touch the F40, I get mad. I, like, and I love Liberty Walk. I love everything they do. It's like you should have left that alone. I know that it's, it's sacred. I don't know if it's translating fully, but the ferocity in his eyes yeah. <laughs> was. <laughs> I'd never been mad before. I'm glad I'm on the other side of the table. <laughs> I no, feel no, protected. Like, I've never been like a purist. I always hate the idea of automotive purity. Like RWB Porsches, when it pisses off, like the absolute 911 loafer wearing Sperry <laughs> dudes who bought their car for like 25 cents back in the day. I love making them mad. It's so <laughs> funny. But the Ferrari F40, the second I saw that they didn't reveal that, they didn't even get the front arches. That's what made me the most mad. I'm sorry. They only threw the rear arches on? Come on. But I, like you said, the tenacity. I, I don't know. I can't explain this fire. Wow. Okay, put down look the, at mic, this, yeah, put down look the this microphone. Look at this passion right here. My knuckles are white. He's white knuckling. <laughs> I'm white knuckling this mic stand right now. I don't know why. It just, it furious. There's a lot of genuine anger. Yeah. I don't know why. I, I'm not an angry it's guy. It's a special either. car. It's a special car it to me, special especially. Car. No, it's. Represents everything to me. Okay, let's let go of this mic stand. Mm-hmm. Take a breath, right. everyone collectively. <laughs> no, but um, just wrapping it up, just for our listeners to learn more about you and what you do. How can they follow you? Where where can they find you? I'm at OMG. It's Firefox on everything: Instagram, Twitch, Twitter, everything else in between. So yeah, I think most of my adventures are probably going to be on Instagram. Um, cool. Yeah, I've got some cool events coming up, and so I'm stay just tuned. Making fun content. Is and twenty three yeah. going to be a great year? I think so. It's shaping up pretty well. So awesome! I'm excited. Hell yeah, we're going to see you on Sunday too at our event. That's going to yes. be a good time. Yes. Yeah. Uh, this won't be up on Sunday, so I'm not going to bother plugging it. But yeah, yeah it's no, going to be a fun. One. It was a great time. It, it was a fantastic time, wasn't <laughs> it? Was it? Wonderful. Yeah. yeah, four days in front. No, Eloisa, you did such a great job. You, you did a you great job it. moderating. Yeah. Here, oh yeah. yeah, you did great. Oh, no, no, we're no. off now. No, no, no. no we're talking. Oh. About, we're talking <laughs> about the event on fr- on Sunday. We're talking in the past tense about the future. Thank you, guys. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. So much, OMG. It's Firefox. It's been a fantastic time talking with you. We hope to have you back on the show at some point in the museum. All the time, you've been great. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Car Stories Podcast here at the Peterson Automotive Museum. I've been Patrick. This has been Daniel. Sadly. <laughs> And Alan in the corner. The Daniel. Yeah, exactly. The Daniel. Let's call you the Daniel for now. That's kind of hilarious. That. Let's All keep right, that. Sure. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. The Daniel. All right. Thanks again for listening. Rate us five stars. Give us a follow. Tell your friends. Have a good rest of your day, everybody. <laughs>